The message you're about to listen to is brought to you by the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Pastor E.A. Adeboe. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. We bless you, o Lord of heaven and earth. We bless you, o Lord of heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth. Bless you, Lord of heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, heaven and earth, oh heaven and earth, we love you, oh Lord of heaven and earth, we love God, the real Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. We just want to say thank you for January, thank you for February, thank you for March, thank you for April, thank you for May, thank you for June. Thank you for July. Thank you for August. Thank you for September. Thank you for October. Thank you for November. And oh God, thank you for December. Thank you for all you've done for us since the beginning of the year. Thank you for your mercies because we know it's of your mercy that we have not been consumed. Thank you because we know by your special grace, since you have brought us thus far, we know whether the devil likes it or not, we will see the new year. Father, accept our thanks in Jesus' name. My Lord and my Savior, today I commit to you, everybody, because we all need your wisdom. Students need your wisdom. Traders need your wisdom. Businessmen and women, they need your wisdom. Pastors need your wisdom. Politicians need your wisdom. 
I'm saying, Lord God Almighty, today, as many of us as are your children, as many of us as are willing to do your will, you will grant us wisdom. You will grant us divine wisdom. You will grant us wisdom generously so that your name will be glorified in our lives. And my Father, my God, I'm committing to you, all your children, who all these years have been faithful in the payment of their tithes and in the giving of their offerings. In this last month of this year, my Father and my God, I ask that you will embarrass them with your blessings, that you will bless them so mightily that they will say, God, this is becoming too much. Father, so let it be in Jesus' name. In your own miraculous way, Lord, speak to every one of us today and let our joy forever remain full. Even as your children will be thanking you today, my Father, my God, please receive, receive our thanksgiving. And good Lord, please do much more than we dare hope for the rest of this year. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. By the time this message is getting to you, I will already be in my prayer closet preparing for the Holy Ghost service, the special Holy Ghost Congress. And as you know, of course, that this year our topic is divine uh, repositioning. That the Almighty God has made up his mind that he's going to reposition those of us who will come, those of us who will attend this Congress, is going to move the sick out of the camp of sick people into the camp of those who are forever healthy. It's going to move the poor out of the club of the poor into the club of the wealthy. It's going to move the captive out of the camp of captivities into the camp of freedom. It's going to do a lot in our lives. This is one Congress the kind we have never seen before. This is a Congress that is going to make Lucky 98 a, a, a Sunday school stuff. This is going to be the real big one. And I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, this week at the campground for the Congress in Jesus' mighty name. Today we are discussing in the next few minutes the oil of divine wisdom. And our text is going to be Hebrews chapter 1, verse 9. Hebrews 1, verse 9. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. I'm sure you, some of you will say, hey, hold on, Daddy. We think you say you want to talk of oil of divine wisdom. 
But that passage you read is talking of the oil of gladness. <laughs> you wait and see. As uh, some preachers will say, just follow me, I'm going somewhere. Wisdom is the principal thing. That's what the Bible says. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. Proverbs 4, verse 7. Wisdom is so precious, so mighty, mightily precious, that Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11, Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11 says, there's nothing you can compare to it. Nothing that you can compare to wisdom. As a matter of fact, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 8, Proverbs 19, verse 8 says, if you love your soul, get wisdom. In other words, if you hate your soul, then ignore wisdom. But if you love your soul, you must get wisdom. That's how, how crucial wisdom is. The Bible has a lot of beautiful things to say about wisdom. In Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12, Ecclesiastes 7 verse 12, it says wisdom is not only a defense, it says wisdom gives life. Wisdom is a life giver. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16 says wisdom is better than strength. The elders have a saying. A one who says he's strong but has no wisdom. Is worse than the weakest. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 18 tells us that wisdom is better than weapons of war. In other words, you can have all the weapons in the world. If you have no wisdom, you will still fail. And Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10 says, Wisdom is profitable to direct. You need wisdom for direction. Want to go in the right direction in life? You need wisdom. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 35, Proverbs 3, verse 35 tells us that wisdom leads to glory. Just as foolishness will lead to shame. And I'm praying for every one of you. From today onward, you will never know shame again. Because the Almighty God will grant to you wisdom which will lead you to glory. Proverbs chapter 9, 11, verse 29. Proverbs 11, verse 29 says. Wisdom puts you in charge. You say, what do you mean by that? Oh, the Bible says that the fool will be a servant of the wise. <laughs> in other words, if you are not wise, you will end up becoming a servant of the one who is wise. 
he went forward to say, I'm just trying to give you some of the things that, uh, that the Bible has to say about wisdom to show you how precious wisdom is. In Proverbs chapter 17, verse 2, Proverbs 17, verse 2, he said, if a servant is wise, he will be a ruler over sons. In other words, if a man has a lot of wealth, a great man, he has servants, and he has sons. If the sons are foolish, and the servant is wise, the servant will rule over the foolish sons. Wisdom is a spirit. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, he calls wisdom a spirit. And that is what brings you promotion. He puts you in charge. For example, consider the case of Joseph. In Genesis chapter 41 from verse 1 to 44, Genesis 41 from verse 1 to 44, when Pharaoh had two dreams that nobody could interpret, and they brought in Joseph, and he gave the interpretation and the solution to the problem. Pharaoh said, we can't find any better man to be in charge that this man who has the spirit of God in him. Wisdom is a spirit. Now, wisdom is a gift from God. That is when we are talking about divine wisdom. That's, that's where that section of our theme for today comes from. Because there are all, all kinds of wisdom. There is the wisdom of man. There is evil wisdom, the wisdom of the devil. I'm sure you know that that's not the kind of wisdom we are talking about. We are talking about the wisdom that comes from God. The, the wisdom that is pure, the, the wisdom that is divine, it comes only from God. Real wisdom comes from God. Daniel chapter 2, from verse 20 to 21. Daniel chapter 2, from 20 to 21, tells us wisdom, real wisdom, belongs to God. We're not talking of tricks. We're not talking of... Uh, um, deceiving people. We're talking of genuine, pure wisdom. The one that comes from God. And it's God who gives wisdom to the wise. So when you see a man who is truly wise, genuinely wise, you know he gets that wisdom from God. And when you read Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26, the Bible says, God gives wisdom to those 
who are good in his sight. He doesn't give wisdom to somebody who will use it in a wrong way. He gives wisdom to somebody who is good in his sight. That's what God does. Now, you want now to ask me, what is the relationship between wisdom and gladness? What is the relationship between wisdom and joy? When a student passes his exams, he rejoices. When a trader succeeds in trading, he or she rejoices. If a politician wins an election by using wisdom, he rejoices. There is a link between wisdom and gladness. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 1. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 1 says, A wise son makes his father glad. <laughs> A foolish son makes his father sorrowful. There's a link between wisdom and gladness. A link between wisdom and joy. Now, because wisdom is a spirit, and one of the ways of representing the Holy Spirit, one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit is the oil, you find that wisdom can flow just like the oil can flow. It can flow from one person to another. Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9. Deuteronomy 34 verse 9. The Bible says, Joshua the son of Nun was filled with the spirit of wisdom. Why? Because Moses had laid his hands on him. Wisdom can flow from one man to another, just like an oil. And so I'm praying for all of you who are my children, in the name that's above every other name, part of the wisdom that the Almighty God has given me will flow to you today in Jesus' name. But you know what? The reason we are talking about wisdom today, this Sunday in particular, the Sunday that is the beginning of the week of the Congress, is that wisdom can cause you to excel. Wisdom can cause you to catch up with those who have gone before you. Wisdom can cause you who have been left behind by your colleagues to catch up with them and even go beyond them. Wisdom causes people to excel. 
When you read the book of Daniel, read the whole of chapter 1. When Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego decided that they will do the will of God, they will not allow themselves to be contaminated by anything. The Bible says at the end of the day, they were wiser, ten times wiser than all the other wise men put together. The excelled the others. When you come to Daniel chapter 2, when a king had a dream, Daniel chapter 2, read the whole story. When a king had a dream, forgot the dream, and called all the wise men, come and tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation thereof. And nobody could do that. He said, ah, your majesty, tell us the dream, and then we'll give you the interpretation instead of forgetting the dream. If you say you are wise now, let's find out. You don't tell me my dream and the interpretation thereof, I will kill you all. The Bible says when Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, please just give us time. There is a God in heaven who can give divine wisdom. They went, they prayed, they saw the face of the Lord, and the Lord revealed not just the interpretation, but the dream. At the end of the day, what happened? Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were promoted. Wisdom brings promotion. It brings promotion. And in the coming year, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, all of you, my children, you are going to be promoted. Your promotion is going to be accelerated because God will give you the wisdom that would lead you to divine repositioning. He will move you far ahead. When, by the time you get to Daniel chapter 6, and you read from verse 1 to 3, Daniel chapter 6, verse 1 to 3, you will discover that in a strange land, in the land where Daniel was a slave, he had become one of the top three men in the kingdom. And the king was even thinking of making him number one of all the three. You know, if you have divine wisdom, the sky is not even your limit. Heaven is your limit. If you have divine wisdom in your place of work, you can end up becoming even the owner of the business. If you have divine wisdom, nothing can stop your promotion. Nothing. Because the wisdom will keep you shining brighter and brighter. 
You know, somebody said that if you want to succeed in life, find a problem that nobody else can solve, and you go ahead and solve it. Provide the solution. And before you know it, you'll find yourself on, on top. I mean, consider the, the man who uh, invented the computer. I think Bill Gates, that's the name. <laughs> he discovered something. He got a divine breakthrough through the divine wisdom of God. And he became one of the richest people in the whole world. You know, there are several things waiting yet to be discovered. Things that can transform the whole world. And God is looking for someone to give yet another breakthrough. And I'm believing God that he will find that someone among my children. Wisdom causes you to excel, causes you to be number one, causes you to keep on soaring higher and higher. Now, oil, the oil. The oil of divine wisdom is inexhaustible. You can have as much of it as you want. Remember what God said in Psalm 23 verse 5. Psalm 23 verse 5. David said, Thou hast anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. And like I've told you before, I've once asked God, when the cup was full, why didn't you stop? Why the wastage? And he said, just to let this boy know, that there is a lot more where this oil is coming from. You know, there is enough oil in the hand of the Almighty God that all of us could have overflowing oil, particularly the oil of wisdom, the oil of gladness. The choice actually is yours. And you know, when you are operating in divine wisdom, as the Bible says, God can even cause you to surprise your professors. The almighty God can make you so smart. And I'm talking to the students now. God can make you so smart that your professor will wonder, how can this be? I've told you a story before. And I tell you again, that while I was doing my research at the University of Lagos, my supervisor traveled. And before he traveled, he gave me an assignment. By the time he came, and he saw how much I have done, he looked at me and said, Ah, Enoch, I said, sir. He said, I know you are a Christian. I said, yes, sir. So I know you won't lie. I say yes, sir. He said, who helped you? Because what I am seeing is not, the, it's not your work. Somebody helped you. I said, that is true, sir. Uh -huh. He said, I know you won't lie. He said, who helped you? 
I said, Professor Emmanuel, because my supervisor was uh, Hindu. <laughs> he didn't believe in Jesus Christ, even though he knows that if you're a Christian, you won't lie. I say, yeah, I, say, I, I, I thought so. Because if I said, Professor Emmanuel, I mean, if I said Jesus, he's not going to take me seriously. So I said, Professor Emmanuel. But uh, I got into trouble when he says, of which department? There is a professor that belongs to all departments. There is a God that knows everything, everything. He knows all subjects, my children. The best of all professors will probably be a professor in one particular area, and a particular area of a subject. I've told you before that when somebody says he has PhD in mathematics, don't be deceived. doesn't mean that he knows all mathematics. If he's among his colleagues, he will ask him, what aspect of mathematics? And he says, oh, applied mass. Okay, what aspect of applied mass? And he says, hydrodynamics. Oh, I see. What part of hydrodynamics? And you say, three-dimensional motion. I say, oh, I see. Which part of three-dimensional motion? And you say, Navier-Stoke equation. I say, I see. By the time they pin him down, you will notice that all that he got his PhD upon, he <laughs> just a, a very small fraction of a subject. And yet there is a God who knows all mathematics, all physics, all chemistry, all geography, all history. There is a God who knows all subjects. Make him your God. Let him become your partner. Let him pour the oil of divine wisdom on you and you will excel in everything you do. The same thing goes for traders. It goes for businessmen. It goes for everyone. Cry to God today that he will pour the oil of divine wisdom upon you. And you know what? Even, even before the end of next year, you yourself will look back and you won't believe how far God has repositioned you. But don't forget the condition. You have to hate iniquity. You have to love righteousness in order to be able to receive the oil of gladness above your fellows. You see, because wisdom is not just getting knowledge. It's correct application of knowledge. Everybody knows that it is written. Jesus Christ said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it for you. That's knowledge. But wisdom says, is there any condition attached to this? And the condition is there, clearly. John 15 verse 16. John 15 verse 16. He says, You've not chosen me, but I've chosen you. I've ordained you that you go and bear fruits and make sure your fruits will abide. Then, whatever you ask the Father in my name will be done unto you. God is ready to answer any kind of prayer you want to pray. 
if you are a soul winner. If you would do his will, he will do yours. So I'm calling on those of you, therefore, who are listening to me today, and you want the oil of gladness, you want the oil of divine wisdom to overflow in your life, first, make sure that from now on you will do his will all the days of your life. Make sure that from now on you'll be a soul winner. Ask yourself a question. I claim to be a Christian. And for a whole year I've not won a single soul. What kind of Christian am I? Change your mind today. Become an incurable soul winner. And I can assure you, the oil of gladness will begin to flow in your life like never before. And then anything you ask, God will give you. As for those of you who are not born again, remember what the Bible says? It said God gives wisdom to those who are good in His sight. It's not going to give wisdom to the wicked. It's not going to give wisdom to a sinner. The Bible says that God is angry with the wicked every day. If you are a sinner, you are a subject of his anger, not of his benevolence. So if you will surrender your life to Jesus Christ today, things will change. You will qualify for divine wisdom, and you will soon be excelling. So, if you want to give your life to Jesus, please come now. Come and surrender your life to Him. And as you are coming, pray that the Almighty God will be merciful unto you, that He will save your soul, that He will cleanse you in His blood, and that He will give you the oil of wisdom, divine wisdom, generously. Let us pray. My Father, my God, I'm thanking you for all those who are coming forward now to surrender their life to you. Please receive them. Have mercy on them. Save their souls. Let your blood wash them clean. And please let them become members of the family of God. And from now on, let them begin to enjoy your favor. Please, Lord, and every one of them and the, the rest of us who will do your will from now on, who will please you from now on, who will love righteousness and hate iniquity, please anoint us generously with the oil of gladness, with the oil of wisdom above all our fellows, so that even in the coming year we will excel like we have never done before. Thank you, my Father and my God. Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to centralparishradio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.